Welcome to Her Legal Global. I'm your host, Faye Gelb. Our podcast is dedicated to providing you with actionable skills to empower your legal career. And today we're welcoming Amanda Armstrong, founder of Athari, coach and speaker, who's here to talk to us about the six steps to success and how to achieve them. But before we get into that topic, I just want to ask you a little bit about this amazing journey that you've had, Amanda. Can you tell us where did you pivot? Like, what was it that energized you into doing what you're doing today? Yeah, definitely. I think one of the amazing things about life and our careers is that they're constantly evolving and changing and, you know, our goals and what success means to us and what we want and what our passion is, those things will continue to evolve over time. And early on in my career, I was heavily involved in nonprofit and international development work in East Africa and the Caribbean. That is still present in my career and my life today. Uh, and instead of you know working for a nonprofit, I pivoted into the for-profit world. I gained really valuable skills and experiences from working in sales at a fest fast-growing tech startup. And then I pivoted again to become a fully self-employed entrepreneur, coach, and speaker. And so I think my story and my journey really showcases that our lives and our careers will continue to evolve over time. And change is a good thing. And, you know, transitioning from one opportunity to the next can be a really good thing as well. You know, the most important thing at the end of the day is that you love what you do. I agree. I think though for many people, it is a bit scary to pivot and to take on something new. So a lot of your work is with women's empowerment education and, you know, taking women to the next stage in their career. Can you tell me a little bit about that type of coaching that you do? Definitely. So I, one of the things I learned about my career path was that no one really teaches us how to navigate the job search, how to network, how to negotiate, how to interview, or how to figure out exactly what we want to do with our lives and our careers. And so I became wildly passionate about helping women achieve the career of their dreams and helping women achieve what I had achieved, which was happiness and purpose and passion and eventually financial freedom. So a lot of my coaching involves, you know, helping them fit, get clarity on their strengths and their skills and their passions and their interests. I also do a lot of work with women. A lot of the women I work with face imposter syndrome, self-doubt, lack of self-confidence, feeling like they're not good enough or hold, you know, other things that are holding them back in some way. So a lot of the coaching that I do is to build their self-esteem and to encourage them and to challenge them uh, to believe that they are, you know, they deserve more and that they are amazing female professionals with so much to offer and so much that they are, you know, have the ability to achieve. So what I'd like to do now is to start our talk and go into the definition of success as you see it and why that is important. How would you define success? I think when we think about success, people automatically assume that means money or they automatically that, that assume that means a title, a fancy title. To me, that's never how I define success. For me, I was always driven by you know, happiness and passion and and purpose, that impact piece. What impact can I make on the world? And so to me, I think the first part, when we talk about success, you want to start by defining what success looks like for you because success is different for everyone. And so you don't want to define what success means for you. So besides money, that 
can include happiness, that can include health, that can include purpose, passion, maybe the opportunity for growth, maybe taking on a new challenge, starting your own business, or maybe it's the impact that you have on your clients and the people around you. So I think the most important thing, if we're going to talk about success and how to achieve it, you have to define what does success look like for you. And I know that when I started in law, it was exactly the same. It was that you really hoped that your legal career was going to have the impact that you wanted. And I think that impact relates to clients, the greater good, being able to change laws that you thought needed changing, having that impact on society, quite frankly. So when you talk about the definition of success, and defining why it's important to you, what would be the next step that you would look at? So the next thing I think is to figure out, well, what is success to you and and what do you really want? And so again, this is going to be different for everyone. What's your motivation? What's really important to you right now? So let's say if we think about 2020, the year 2020, or if we think about the next 20, the next 12 months ahead of us, okay? So one, one way to figure out what you want for the next 12 months is to reflect a little bit on your past. So you can reflect on your past and you can say, well, in my last job or in my current role, uh, what do I want to upgrade? What do I want more of? Maybe your salary was fairly low and you have debt to pay off or you have you know, something you're saving up for, like buying a house one day or buying a car or having a family. You know, maybe financial freedom and salary is really important to you, but to someone else, maybe they have that financial freedom in their career and they really want more passion and they want more purpose. So this is where we need to define what is our motivation, what do we want, and what does success look like for us? And this will evolve over time. You know, for example, early on in my career, I didn't want money. I didn't care about money. I just wanted to do something that I loved, you know, work abroad, travel abroad, whatever young person wants. But today, I I don't need that much travel anymore. I actually want financial freedom. Financial freedom and money is really important to me now in my life. So what's important to us and what we want is going to change year after year and that will evolve. And one of the best ways to figure out what you want next in your career is to reflect on where you're at and your past and to think, what do I want more of? What could I upgrade? What, What is missing? So could I upgrade my boss? Could I upgrade the firm? that I work with? Could I upgrade the flexibility in the hours I work? Could I upgrade to something more challenging or maybe to work with clients that are more fulfilling or I'm making a greater impact on? So you're really saying when you say the upgrade, it's more like you're, you're defining that instead of using the negative, I don't want this. Upgrading is a term I learned from a coach of mine, a spiritual manifestation coach. And so I use it a lot Upgrading just means, you know, improving. And let's say you have a really old couch and it's got, you've had this couch for five or 10 years and it's got tears in it and rips in it and you want to upgrade your couch. Maybe that's something you want to (laughs) treat yourself or you want more of. So when I work with clients, I say, well, what do you want to upgrade? You might be okay with your salary, but do you want to upgrade that salary? Do you want more? What are your financial goals? Is this salary enough for you to achieve those big financial goals that we all have? 
have in our lives. So when I use the word upgrade, it means maybe your salary is okay. Maybe your maybe the location of your office is okay, but could it be upgraded? Could it be improved? And would that make you happier and more fulfilled? How would your values come to play in this? Oh, values are so important. So for example, I'll give you a great example. One of my values is honesty, honesty and integrity. And so in my career, every time I faced a challenge or something where my values were tested, I've learned that like I've been like, oh, honesty, honesty, honesty. I know that's my value because it's been tested. And so what I always know is that in my next career move and in my next career opportunity, that's one of the things that's really important to me that I'm not going to waver on. That's my deal breakers to work with a company or a firm or an organization that aligns with my values. And like another example is, you know, my health and wellness, my well-being. I was working at a tech startup where there was a lot of alcohol and binge drinking and partying and it was very unhealthy for me. I battled with substance abuse issues and I was at a place in my life where my health and well-being and my health was so important to me that working in a company with alcohol wasn't healthy for me and it went against my values of health and wellness. And so that's one of the things I've upgraded. You know, now I work with amazing purpose-driven women where we're often drinking juice or tea or someone offers me a drink ticket at an event for a non-alcoholic beverage. And those things that are really important to us. We need to make sure we know what our values are and what is most important to us so that in our career, uh, we can make the choices that are best for us. Wow, that's so important. And, and you wouldn't necessarily come to think of that as something that would be a motivating factor without really dressing your mind to it. So would you say after you've done defining your success and you've decided what's going to be a motivating factor, and I think with motivating, just as an aside, I think I would also say, I really don't want this. I've looked at my past 12 months and I I decided that these four things are going to have to go because they don't define success for me. But now once I've done that, I'm into probably more of a goal setting type of mindset. What would I do there? Right. So Goal setting is something that I really didn't do early on in my career because I didn't have a coach or a boss that really told me to set goals for myself. And I then I worked in sales and say everything in sales, every day, every week, every month, every quarter, and every year was tracked with numbers and quantitative metrics and dollars. So I lived off of goals and targets. And that actually took my success and my career to new heights. So I'm a really big believer believer in goal setting. And goal setting is also in the spiritual world. People will talk about vision boards. So creating like vision board or a collage of what you want your dream life to look like or what you want your dream career to look like. That's all a part of goal setting. The importance of goal setting is to take again your definition of success and your values and that recognition of what do you want more of, what do you want to upgrade and, and what you what do you want that to look like and to put it into something very specific and achievable, something measurable, something realistic, something team time bound. That's smart. That smart acronym. I'll give you an example. One of the best goals you can set for yourself in your career is a salary goal. And again, this is something I didn't really do, but set, set a salary goal for yourself. Another great goal can be like, let's say if it's a personal development goal, maybe you want to work out three times a week. Don't just say, I want to read more. Say, I want to read every night before bed for 30 minutes. So set, really, set goals for yourself because the key to success is to having a goal 
that's going to be your motivation. That's going to be your target. That should be something that you look at every single day, whether it's written down on your mirror or written down on your desk or on your laptop background. You should have very specific goals of what you're going for, you know, each year, each month, each week. This is a great way to set yourself up for success at the beginning of the year or at the beginning of the month or the beginning of the week. And it's also a great way to track your success and accomplishments. So that's what I would say about goals. With my clients, we talk about salary goals. We also talk about what are the top firms, companies, and organizations that you want to work for? What are your dream firms to work for? What do you want your boss to be like? What challenges do you want to take on this year? How many hours do you want to work a week? How many weeks vacation do you want? What benefits are important to you? And then if you're within a role, again, you can set different types of goals for yourself, very specific to the actual role that you're in. Okay. So if we could just go back to that goal of the salary and we tie it into what we've already gone through our definition of success and our motivation. Can you break that down a little bit of what that would look like to get to that goal setting for us? So I want a better salary. I want an increase. And I'm looking at it. I've looked back on my year. There's certain things that have definitely impeded that. How do I begin to set up a structure that can help me achieve that goal? Just generally. The first thing is to come up with the actual dollar amount and to pick an exact dollar amount. You have to be very specific. You can't say, oh, I want more money. That's not specific enough. You must have a dollar amount. Let's just say, for example, you start off and your salary is $70,000. Okay. Let's just give that as an example. Now, maybe you've made that for two years and now one of your goals is more financial freedom so you can achieve all those big financial goals you have. There's obviously the research side you can do to look up in the legal industry and the size of the firm that you're at and what other lawyers are being paid at each level. Like you can do your research, which is really important, of course. With goal setting, I always believe in set bigger goals for yourself and it's better to fall a little bit short than to be shy. Like if you're making 70 and you're like, okay, well, I want to make 80. That's a little bit of a shy goal. So it's better to set a big goal that is going to challenge you and push you to achieve more and believe that you deserve more than to set like a lower, smaller goal. Not to be cautious. Yeah, exactly. And women, like if we look at the statistics and it's women are being underpaid over and over and over again, we know that women are being underpaid and women are being paid less than their male peers. Well, part of that, not all of it, but part of it is that we are not asking for more money. We're not negotiating when we get a job offer. We're not challenging challenging our boss or our manager or the partner at the firm. We're not challenging them on what we deserve. First thing to setting a goal is to think of the goal in your head, write it down, and then you actually need to ask for it and you actually need to share that with someone to make that goal happen. It's so, a bit scary to do that, no? Like you, you put yourself out there. It takes a certain amount of confidence to say, okay, I'm going for this. And maybe you don't feel that you're actually going to get it. You really believe that putting it out there is going to help you. That that's when I would recommend work with a career coach, work with, you know, a senior mentor that has been through this before, work with someone that can help you overcome any limiting financial beliefs that you have, like feelings of I'm not good enough or I don't deserve this or that's when you probably want to work with a coach or someone to help you overcome that limiting mindset. But the other thing I would say is definitely work with someone. And then also you want to look at your past accomplishments. What have you contributed? If you compare yourself to your peers, 
what are your strengths and your skills and the value that you have to bring to the table? What contributions have you made? And be because clear if, on those. Exactly. Because if you're going to negotiate for more money, you definitely want facts and evidence and results to back that up. So what we're really talking about right now, I think, is the mindset aspect of success. And how would you define the best mindset that we could have going forward with success? Definitely. So mindset, I used to think that, oh, you're either good at math or you're not. And you're either good at sports or you're not. And you're either good at sales or you're not. You're either good at law or you're not. And then I read this great book by Carol Dweck called Mindset. And she talks about growth mindset versus fixed mindset. So fixed mindset, again, is you're not good at math, you'll never be good at math. Growth mindset is, well, you're not good at math right now, but with hard work, with a lot of effort, maybe hiring a math tutor, maybe trying different approaches and strategies, you can become great at math. It's the belief that you can be good at anything that you set your mind to. You can accomplish anything that you work hard, you know, put in a lot of hard work for, and that anything can be learned, anything we can improve on. The second part of mindset is a positive mindset for versus a negative mindset. So, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. It's COVID-19. It's a really difficult time for everyone around the world. Some people have this mindset of, oh, it's a really tough time. You're not going to be able to find a job. Everyone's laying off thousands or millions of people. There's no way that you can find a job right now. That's a very negative mindset, and it's not going to lead you to success. If you can upgrade your mindset and think, you know what? It's a really challenging time in the world. First of all, for a fact, companies and organizations and employers are still hiring. Not many. It's going to be more competitive, but I am going to work extra hard. I believe that I can be successful in the most challenging times, and I am determined to be successful. And if you think about Michael Jordan and the Last Dance documentary, he had that mindset every single step of his career. He knew what he wanted. His goal, his definition of success, and his goal that he defined was to win the NBA championship. That was his goal. He stuck to that every step of the way. He had that mindset of success at all times versus his peers and the other people around him that didn't have that same mindset. So it really starts with mindset. You have to believe in yourself. You have to want it and you have to practice having that positive mindset and growth mindset throughout that entire journey. So you're talking again about SMART, the specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound goal setting. So even though we'd all say Michael Jordan has something to work with there, and maybe we don't have the same talents and skills, we can still set the goals with the SMART acronym and use it to achieve our own goals and have the belief that we can actually do what we're setting out to do with the right mindset. What do you think about your focus and and making it a reality? Like, how does that work? So this is also very much, you know, spiritual and manifestation, but basically once you've come up with, okay, I know what I want. I know what I want for the year. I know my career goals. I've written my career goals out now and I look at them every day. The second thing is to, to actually, you know, focus on that goal again, write it down, have it somewhere visible and share it as widely and as often as possible. The power of this is really, you know, around, again, the spiritual side, manifestation, the law of attraction. What you focus on becomes your reality. What you focus on grows. So the whole idea is that if we think, 
I'm broke, I'm unemployed, I, I'm not very good at what I do, you're, you're probably going to stay in that situation. But if you can think, you know what, temporarily, I'm not in the best financial position, I'm currently transitioning between jobs, and I'm excited about the future opportunity ahead of me. Again, that's a much more like positive thing to focus on. And that's really what you want to focus on. Another, on. another great example is let's say you went through the interview process and you didn't get the job. Instead of thinking again, I'm not good enough and I'm never going to get a job and I just experienced another rejection. Instead, you want to think that's just getting me one step closer to perfect job. That's just getting me one step closer. That's just another bump along the way. That's just, that wasn't meant to be, but something better is out there for me. One of the best things you can do is to talk as openly as possible. If your goal is to travel to Brazil, let's say in 2021, talk about that as much as possible. Put that out there in the universe. Have a picture of Brazil on your desk or on your mirror so you can look at it every day. Goals are much more likely to come true and success is much more likely to happen if you focus on it every single day and if you talk about it and you write it down and you look at it and you believe it. Okay, so let's just focus on the person that's had some sort of setback. Like we, we've been talking about that a little bit here. You, you haven't got the job. We talked about that. But what about a person that has, for example, immigrated to Canada? They, they were practicing law somewhere else. They're now facing a whole relicensing and a new culture, new language potentially. And this is a pretty overwhelming set of circumstances. What would you say to a person like that? Like, let's break it down and say, okay, here's some steps that you could take to, to keep you positive, keep this vision happening, and keep the reality of your new life on a positive track. This is a great question and a great example because I work with a lot of female professionals in this exact same situation. And one of the amazing female professionals that I worked with from India, moved to Canada, was here two years, struggling with the job search, and she recently landed a full-time job offer in the middle of COVID-19. Perfect. So That's just what we want to hear about. So I'm going to share the top job search tips that she had, actually, from her story. One of the things is, I would definitely say, be patient, because you'll face greater challenges but be resilient. Don't give up. Keep going. The opportunity that's out there for you will come along the way. One of the important things to note about success is that it doesn't happen overnight. It does not happen overnight. You yes, we always hear about that. And it's very hard when you're, especially on a place like LinkedIn, where everybody puts out their best selves. We don't read about the 18 times that they failed starting their companies. So it's very difficult when you're not facing that success to be able to look at that and be okay with it. Exactly. And I think like success takes time and patience and a ton of consistent effort over and over and over again. Again, to take like Michael Jordan as an example. He failed. How many shots do you have to take to be successful? You, he had to take a million shots. Failed and failed and failed and failed. We all have to fail to achieve success. I'll share the three tips from this wonderful professional, Jessica, who was new to Canada and facing the challenges you've discussed. Her first one was to take breaks. I think one of the key parts to success is you got to take care of yourself first. You have to take care of your mental health. 
your physical health, your happiness, your well-being, sleep, drink water, do yoga, spend time with friends and family. You must take breaks, allow yourself time to recharge and to reconnect and refocus on what those goals are. Her second tip is faith over worry. The job search process, our career journeys is different and unique for everyone. You want to trust and believe that your journey is going the way that it's supposed to go. It's going exactly how, how it should be. And to focus on the affor- positive affirmations and motivational statements to help you get through day by day. And her third tip is don't stop networking. Connect with people, chat with people. Again, put your goals and dreams out there in the universe. Tell as many people as possible what your career goals are and what you're going for and what you're working towards because you never know who you will meet in your life that will be able to help you achieve that goal that you are working towards. Really what we're talking about is also a belief in yourself and communicating with confidence and conviction about who you are and what you want. When you feel passionate about a particular organization or practice, I think you speak with stronger language, you speak bolder, you are more positive, more confident, and it makes a huge difference in everything that you do. I particularly like what she had to say also about the first one, which is taking care of yourself. Yes, I am starting out in my practice, but yes, I need to step back and take care of me. So anything that you would add, Amanda, to what we've discussed today about defining success? The last thing I would touch on was you know, taking action and making this happen. Up up until right now, I've talked about dreaming and goal setting and thinking about all the things you want to achieve and what you want in your life. But again, that doesn't just come to you overnight. You actually have to work ridiculously hard to make that happen. Every single thing I've achieved in my life has not just happened overnight. It required a ton of hard work. Early on in my career, Faye, I volunteered and networked like crazy. My calendar was packed with volunteering and coffee chats and events I would attend. I was constantly go, 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 because that was what I thought I had to do. And I was right. I, that was what I needed to be successful and to land some incredible job opportunities in the nonprofit world. So a ton of hard work is required. Now, taking breaks is included in that. So a ton of hard work also means work hard at taking breaks and work hard at sleeping and work hard at resting and work hard at working out and reading. Investing in yourself is one of the things I would highlight. With this, I mean personal development, professional development, reading books, again, self-care and sleep and health and wellness. I also mean surrounding yourself with a supportive community and a a coach. If you want to be successful, you will invest in yourself. The most successful people are those that have, you know, paid thousands of dollars to hire a coach or are subscribed to a fantastic community. That's how you're going to achieve success by investing in things either, you know, financially or with your time. I also want to highlight consistency and small steps day by day by day. This is, if you think about sales, working in sales for four years, I had to make so many phone calls and I had to follow up a million times and I had to experience a ton of rejection and failure before I had a a small business owner tell me, yes, I want to buy your product. 
And so it took a lot of effort, consistency, day after day after day, week after week after week, month after month after month. It doesn't happen overnight. I think that's why it's so important to build this foundation that we've been talking about, because you are going to face some failure. If you don't have everything in place to help you support yourself through that failure, it becomes very crushing. There's also other steps in our careers that we get to the point where we may not be as resilient as we were at the beginning of the career. And you know, you get to a certain stage in your career and you may just be tired or you may be a bit worn out. So it's important, I think, to have this structure for success that you invest in yourself and begin to regenerate some of that resilience so that you can, in fact, pivot or take some other steps or look for success to be bigger and to have that courage to go forward and, and take a big step in the sense like when we're looking at the salary, you'd, you're not going for the 10000 you're going for the 30000 or whatever it is that is a more significant amount for you at that point. Exactly. And then I guess the final two things I would touch on, one of the most important ways to be successful in life, again, whether success is money or happiness or purpose or the impact we're making, is to ask for what we want to advocate for ourselves, to stand up, to speak up, and to ask for things. And this is something I've recognized that a lot of, I think, female professionals sometimes struggle with, asking for things and negotiating and asking for more money or asking for a better title or asking for a promotion. But in order to achieve the success that we deserve and the success that we want and that those goals that we've defined for ourselves, we do have to ask because our employers will not always hand that to us on a silver platter. Absolutely. So, so stand, again, you have your goals. You know what they are. You know how much money you want to make this year because you've already defined that. Stand up for yourself, speak up for yourself, and ask. And I will say that in my career and in my most recent job, I did not ask once. I had to ask many, 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 many times, and I had to follow up many times to get what I deserved and to get what I was asking for. Uh, So you have to ask, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to speak up. You have to continue to follow up on the requests and the things that you deserve. I was just going to say, though, I think that ties into being prepared because if you're prepared with what you've achieved in the past, your work, and you know you've got the list of those things, you, you know what you provide, the, the value you bring, when you go to do that ask, then you feel that you're confident in presenting the request that you want. It, it's not just a matter of asking. I think you also have to feel that you can, you can achieve it and have the confidence in that as you approach it. Would you agree? 100%. You've got to have facts, statistics, data, information well prepared to back that up. If you're going to ask for things and if you're going to fight for what you deserve and stand up for what you believe in, like make sure that you have prepared well in advance for that. With success and achieving success, again, whatever your goal is, you must believe in yourself. You must believe in your goals and what you deserve. And you really want to practice communicating with confidence and conviction. And that, again, goes back to that preparation thing. Use strong language, use more positive language, use more confident language. As female professionals, if we say, oh, I hope that I can get, you know, a $90,000 salary, if that's okay with you, 
no, that's not strong. That's not confident. And they're not going to give that to you. So we really need to practice using strong, confident language and being firm about what we deserve and what we want and what our goals are. And we need to continue to practice that because I've seen it in sales and sales relates to life. The most successful salespeople communicate with confidence. How would that and look for that 90,000? I mean, I would be very strong and very clear. Again, you have those stats backed up. I've, I've worked here for two years in this role. Here are my results, A, B, and C of what I've, the, my top highlights and value and contributions that I've brought to the firm over the past two years. And I'm requesting for a $90,000 salary based on the value that I have to bring to this company, along with, you know, the number of years and the results that I've brought in. And we've been speaking with Amanda Armstrong, founder, coach, and speaker, who gave us the six steps to success. The personal definition, your motivation, goal setting, using the SMART acronym, your focus becomes your reality, and the final one, taking action and making it happen. Thank you very much, Amanda. It's been a real pleasure. Her Legal Global, empowering and transforming us through skills and shared wisdom. For other great episodes, follow us and be sure to check out herlegalglobal.com. For a community, informative skills-based articles, and to work with me, your host, Faye Gelb.